Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Our listener support campaign continues. You can support the show on a one-time basis at support.greatdetectives.net. You can also become one of our ongoing Patreon supporters for as little as $2 per month. And I want to thank Colleen for becoming our latest Patreon supporter at the detective sergeant level of $7.14 or more per month. Again, thank you so much for your support, Colleen. Also, I want to remind you about our other podcast. Be sure and check out The Amazing World of Radio at amazing.greatdetectives.net. Detectives.net. In that, uh, we do special limited series uh, right now. We're just wrapping up our Alice in Wonderland series, but we've done a wide variety of different radio series, including Top Secret, starring Ilona Massey, as well as Summers, focusing on the works of Angela Lansbury and Humphrey Bogart over radio. Check it all out at amazing.greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for today's episode of of the Man Called X. The original air date on this one is September the 12th of 1948, and the title is Kangaroo Bay, Australia. You're twice as sure with two great names, Frigidaire and General Motors. <laughs> Frigidaire presents Herbert Marshall as the Man Called X. Wherever there is mystery, intrigue, romance, and all the strange and dangerous places of the world, there you will find a man called X. You're twice as sure with two great names. Frigidaire and General Motors. For Frigidaire refrigerators are made only by Frigidaire, 
a division of General Motors. And it is this association of Frigidaire and General Motors, this association of experience with experience, of skill with skill, that makes Frigidaire America's favorite refrigerator. Remember this when you choose your new refrigerator. Remember that millions of Frigidaires in millions of American homes have established Frigidaire's reputation for complete dependability for lasting satisfaction. Yes, you're twice as sure with two great names, Frigidaire and General Motors. For Frigidaire refrigerators are made only by Frigidaire, a division of General Motors. More Frigidaire refrigerators serve in more American homes than any other make. And now Frigidaire presents Herbert Marshall as Ken Thurston, the man called X. Australia? Why in the world do you want to leave of absence to go to Australia, Ken? Take another look at that newspaper clipping, Chief. Ken, those fairy tales about sea monsters have popped up every year since I can remember. Sure, but this one was reported in Kangaroo Bay, Australia. Well, what's so different about that? Chief, do you remember Clark Kirby? Kirby? Uh, that uh, engineer friend of yours? Yeah, he's working on a practical, economical method of converting seawater into fresh water. Now think of it. Fresh water in limitless quantities. Every desert on Earth turned into fertile soil. Oh, sure, Ken, I know. But what's that got to do with this sea monster business? I just got a letter from Kirby. He says the experiments are progressing well. He's sure he's on the right track. Only now he's afraid that, as he puts it, some unbelievable fantasy might put an end to the entire project. Unbelievable fantasy? Now, wait a minute, Ken. Where's Kirby making these experiments? That's right, Chief. In Kangaroo Bay, Australia. I never thought I'd make it. Tagon, what are you doing here? Miss Brooks at the bureau. She just happened to let slip you were going on a trip. Now, relax. This is one time you're not going with me. Mr. Thurston, I just thought you maybe could use this movie camera. Huh? What makes you think I want a movie camera? Oh, just an idea. Uh, Mr. Thurston, have you heard from your old friend Clark Kirby recently? He writes every now and then. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you saw this thing in the morning paper all about some kind of a sea monster down in Kangaroo Bay, Australia. What are you driving at, Pagan? Well, he happened to be going down under to visit Mr. Kirby, and we're wondering maybe about the sea monster. I guess you could tell if it was a fake or not if I took some movie pictures. Ah. You might have something there. If you have the price of a fare to Australia. Well, you see, my oldest, dearest... Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. So long, Pagan. I have to pick up my reservations. Well, don't bother, Mr. Thurston. I picked them up for you. I see. Two tickets for Brisbane, Australia, charged to my account. They are? Uh, uh, now, how do you suppose that stupid ticket agent made such a mistake? Oh, well, uh, shall we get aboard?
But this is Kangaroo Bay, eh? Boy, what a joint. Nobody's around, not even kangaroos. Uh, Mr. Thurston, I thought you sent a wire from Brisbane so Kirby would meet us. Well, I did. Something must have held him up at the laboratory. Let's see if there's a phone in that tobacco shop across the street. Look out, Mako! Hi there. Hi, yourself. Rather warm to be daydreaming in the middle of the square, isn't it? Or perhaps you're just lost. Can I help? Maybe you can. We're looking for transportation. Why anyone would want to travel around this ghastly place, I can't imagine. But I'll be happy to give you a lift. That'll be appreciated. I'm Margaret Williams. My name's Ken Thurston. And I'm Pagan Zelschmidt. That handles the proprieties nicely. Hop in. Thanks. Well, don't you want to know where we're going? That's hardly necessary. Oh? There are only two places to go. The desert or the cove of Kangaroo Bay. You're hardly the desert type. Well, thanks. Americans, eh? Naturally. Can't you tell by our accents? (laughs) Why two Americans should come down here, I'll never know. With New York to live in, Paris and London only an overnight trip away. Why, Mr. Thurston? Just visiting an old friend of mine, Clark Kirby. Clark Kirby? You know him, Miss Williams? Are you another fool dreaming of turning sea into fresh water? I didn't know that only fools dreamt of that. Well, there's nothing sensible about wasting a fortune trying to bring dead land back to life. When the money might be better spent in enjoying life that's available. I'd call that a rather short-sighted attitude. Well, call it what you will. If you want my advice, you'll turn right back for the States. Any particular reason for saying that? Yes, Mr. Thurston. You made your trip for nothing. Last night, Clark Kirby was drowned in Kangaroo Bay. Kirby's laboratory, Pagan. Boy, what a gloom-looking place. Nothing happening here but seagulls. Are you going in there? Yeah. Take the camera down to that cove. Shoot some test film of the bay. Maybe you'll get some shots of that sea monster to make the trip worthwhile. Okay, Mr. Thurston. I'll meet you later. Stand right where you are, please. Well, you always greet guests this way? Who are you? What do you want here? My name's Ken Thurston. And I'd like a little hospitality. Without firearms. Ken Thurston? Clark Kirby's friend? That's right. I'm sorry, Mr. Thurston. Please, come in. No, that's better. I, uh, I'm George Llewellyn. Clark Kirby's associate here. Please pardon the melodramatics, but I, too, have no desire to be murdered. Murdered? I thought Kirby had drowned. Well, he went for a swim in the bay. He was a strong swimmer. Yet he made only one dive and never came up. His body hasn't been recovered. That doesn't spell murder, Llewellyn. No? I guess not. But after all the trouble we've had here, the the possibility our laboratory might close, I I guess I just can't think straight any longer. Suppose you tell me a little more about it. Didn't Clark write to you about Lee Williams? 
Lee Williams, who's he? He's a very wealthy man, Thurston. He's the one who's financing our laboratory here. Any relation to uh, Margaret Williams? She's Lee's niece, his only heir. And the one person who's liable to put an immediate end to our experiments. Well, how could she do that? By getting her uncle declared mentally incompetent by the courts. Because she feels he's squandering money that's rightfully hers on these experiments. Hmm, surely she isn't getting anywhere on that basis? No, but Lee is elderly. His mind's not as keen as it once was. So when this sea monster yeah, I, story... I was wondering when that, when that was coming up. Lee Williams is the only one who claims to have seen it. No one else has. I see. And Margaret figures that his fantastic story or hallucination may be the final proof she needs. Exactly. Eh? Certainly one more incident of any kind involving him would be enough. That would mean this laboratory would be closed. And it can't be, Thurston. We're too close. I'd commit murder myself to keep it going. I'd... Help! Inside there! Help! Someone's in trouble outside that door. Come on. Llewellyn, help. Good heavens, it's our neighbor, Captain Malquist. It's a bad scalp wound he's got. Uh, Here, give me a hand with it. That's right. Get him on the couch. Put him down there. All Easy. Right. Easy. Oh, no. There. Thank you. What happened, Captain? How'd you get that wound? It was a boomerang, Llewellyn. Boomerang? Yes. It was coming here from my house. Someone, someone tried to kill me. You have any idea who it was, Captain? I didn't, I, I didn't get a chance to look, but I'm sure it was Lee Williams. Thanks for seeing me back, Mr. Thurston. But you didn't have to bother. I was heading for the cove anyway, Captain Malquist. And I wanted to hear more about that attack. Well, I've told you all I can. No reason for it I know of. Always figured old Lee was a good friend. Still do, for that matter. There's my place now. Near that inlet. How'd you happen to settle down here to retire, Captain? It seems like a pretty lonely spot. Oh, a spot of dry land's too lonely for a man who's been sailing for 30 years. Now, I have a little oyster bed down there. It keeps me busy. Finest eating oysters on this side of the equator. So quiet and peaceful here. Or was until the last few days. Yeah? Too bad about Kirby. He was a fine man. I only hope Llewellyn can carry on. I'd like to see those experiments work. It's a great thing. I didn't know you were interested in them, Captain. Mr. Thurston, in my days at sea... I've known too many men who've died of thirst with undrinkable water stretching to the horizon all around them. Uh, that's a pretty good reason for having an interest. Best I know. Well, I'll be saying goodbye now. Drop around to my diggings anytime. I'd like to shoot the breeze with you. Goodbye, Thurston. Goodbye, Captain. Hey, Mr. Thurston. What are you doing hiding behind those rocks? Watching a crazy man, that's what. Crazy man? Sure. Look at him over there. Staring at out at the ocean like it was a chorus girl or something. And he keeps muttering about that sea monster. A real screwball. That must be Lee Williams. Let's have a talk with him. Good evening, Mr. Williams. Oh, good good evening, sir. You you haven't seen it, have you? Seen what? The sea monster? No, Mr. Williams. No, I haven't. But someone has to see it. Someone besides me, I. I have to prove that it really exists. Do you understand? 
Or do you two think I'm crazy? I wouldn't say that, sir. Tell me, what does a sea monster look like? Oh, it, it must have been over a hundred feet long, undulating like a snake, a, a ferocious head with, with horns that could gore a man to death like a vicious bull. It was just this time of day, at twilight, some 50 yards out to sea. 50 yards out? But it's getting so dark you can hardly see even that log that just pushed ashore. It could be anything. It could be a... It could be... Mr. X. That's no log. Let's go over there. Mr. Thurston. It... It's a dead man. Yes, Pig. That's the body of Clark Kirby. But what happened to him? He looks like he was... uh... He was gored to death, maybe by a bull or by... Yes, my friend, exactly. Or by some strange monster of the sea. Just a moment, we return to Frigidaire's Man Called X, created by J. Richard Kennedy. This is Wendell Niles speaking. It's the mechanism that makes the cold, that makes the big difference in refrigerators. That's why it's so important to keep in mind that Frigidaire refrigerators and only Frigidaire refrigerators are powered by the famous meter miser. For here is the simplest cold-making mechanism ever built. Not a single belt or gear or pulley. And of course... Parts that aren't there just can't cause trouble or wear. Why, so sure is frigid air of the meter miser that it's actually sealed in steel, oiled for life. And this, in turn, makes trouble-free operation of the meter miser even more of a certainty, for no dust or dirt or moisture can get at it. Yes, this is the marvelous device that makes the cold in frigid air refrigerators, a mechanism as accurately made and assembled as a fine watch yet with all the power needed, even in the hottest weather. Remember, it's the mechanism that makes the cold that makes the big difference in refrigerators. And remember, for the meter miser, for all the other advantages that only Frigidaire can give you, ask to see the name Frigidaire when you ask to see a new refrigerator. Now to return to Frigidaire's Man Called X, starring Herbert Marshall. Clark Kirby was working toward one of mankind's brightest dreams, a practical method of turning salt water into fresh. But his last letter from Kangaroo Bay, Australia, said that something strange threatened to halt the entire experiment. And when Ken flew down there, he found Clark dead. His body gored as though by a ferocious bull or some monster of the sea. Now, later that night, Ken is in the laboratory talking with George Llewellyn, Kirby's associate, when the door opens. Greetings, gentlemen. May a lonely wayfarer seek shelter from the terrors of the night? Your dramatics possess little humor, Margaret. Come in. I trust you take more delight in my presence than George does, Mr. Thurston. Why so happy this evening, Miss Williams? Why, haven't you heard about my uncle's little boomerang-throwing party? The attack on Captain Malquist? 
Well, why were you so elated about that? Who would suddenly and without provocation attack anyone with a boomerang? Unless the attacker were insane. Insane? Now, just a moment, You can Margaret. save your breath, George. Between sea monsters and homicidal attacks, I'm afraid Lee Williams is totally incompetent to handle his affairs. The constable's looking for him now to place him in custody. And what happens to the laboratory if you take over the estate? You know the answer to that, Mr. Thurston. There'll be no more money thrown away on ridiculous experiments like this one. There's nothing ridiculous about wastelands being made fertile. About fields of grain replacing rocks and sand. Foolish dreams, Mr. Thurston. Not nearly as practical as mine. Paris, London, New York, living the way I want to live. <laughs> no, you can forget about this laboratory. From now on, it's Margaret Williams first, and flowers blooming in the desert be hanged. Come in. Thanks, Captain Malchrist. This is a pleasure, Mr. Thurston. Uh, uh, sit down, sir. Sit down. I've only a minute, Captain. I just wanted to tell you that Lee Williams is going to be arrested because of that attack on you last night. Why, that's nonsense, Mr. Thurston. I, I won't press charges against him. I didn't think you would, but uh, Margaret Williams will. Oh, the insanity hearings again. That's right. She thinks that attack will be the clinching argument. Yes, perhaps it will. And she'll have the money in Clark Kirby's dream. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. I see you've quite a collection of mother-of-pearl articles, Captain. Yes, I make them, Mr. Thurston. Knife handles, buckles. <laughs> Keeps a man busy during the off-season. Now, now, look at, look at this one here. Just finished it yesterday. A sea serpent with a horned head. Yes, I made it from poor Lee's description. What do you think about that? Did he really see it? Your guess is as good as mine. Oh, something like that could have gored Kirby to death, couldn't it? And if there was any way to prove it, or maybe that would be proof that Lee isn't crazy after all. Good theory, Captain, except for one thing. Kirby was not gored to death. What? The autopsy shows the horn wounds were superficial. Death was caused by a blow in the head. No sea monster killed Kirby. He was murdered. But who goes swimming at 7 o'clock in the morning, Mr. X? I never heard of such a thing. That water looks like liquid ice. What do you care? I'm going in, you're not. Sure, but the very thought of diving into that stuff gives my goose pimples. Just keep your eyes open. I want to learn what Clark Kirby ran into. And I don't want any trouble from above the water. Don't worry, Mr. X. I'll keep my... Clark Kirby? Is this the place he took a dive? That's right. So watch it. But Mr. Thurston... How can he do things like that? Perhaps he's looking for the spot where the body's buried. <laughs> oh, Miss Williams, don't say things like that. Yeah, and where did you come from? I came down here looking for my uncle. He seems to have disappeared. 
I thought he might be down here trying to see that imaginary monster of his. That story smells like fish to me. Mr. Thurston's coming up now, and as soon as he... Hey, what's going on there? He's not coming up. He's fighting something under the water. Under the water? Hey, the sea monster, maybe. Oh, do something, you idiot. He'll drown down there. Oh, if I only had a gun or something. Come up, Mr. Thurston, come up. Oh, I can't look. Save your tears, Pagan. Mr. Thurston, you... You're all right? Yeah. Well, Margaret, come down to watch the fun. What happened down there, Mr. Thurston? Something came out of a bed of grass behind me. Didn't see it, but whatever it was, it gave me quite a bump on the head before it left. Then that's what happened to Clark Kirby. Not quite. He didn't come up again, you remember? However, I've learned enough to take your advice, Miss Williams. I'm going back to Brisbane. Pagan Zellschmidt speaking. Hello, Pagan. Mr. Thurston, are you still in Brisbane? Yeah, that's right. Yes. What happened since I left? Practically nothing. That screwball Lee Williams is still missing, and so is my exposed movie film. Some no-good crook stole all of it. Yeah, I know. Look, Pagan, I'm coming back tonight. Have Margaret Williams, George Llewellyn, and Captain Malquist at the laboratory. What do you want them for? Pagan, I'm going to show them the worst monster they ever saw. ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. No one forced you to come, Margaret. Mr. Llewellyn's right, baby. Must be pretty interested in what Mr. Thurston's going to spill. And from what I've seen of this Thurston, he'll not be wasting our time when he shows up. Perhaps, Captain. Don't worry, Llewellyn. I won't waste it. Oh, you Hello, got Mr. Here, Thurston. Huh? I see you got here all right. Yeah, everything's set? Oh, sure. The movie projection machine's all ready. Fine. Put this wheel of film on, will you? As good as did, Mr. Thurston. Come on in, Mr. Williams. Uncle. So, old Williams himself. Yes, yes, it is I. Mr. Thurston has been my host in Brisbane these past few days. How sweet of him. And he's going to prove to all of you that I am not insane. Isn't that right, Mr. Thurston? It's quite right. I see no examining board of psychiatrists with you. All I need is to show you a few feet of film. Ready, Pagon? Everything's hunky-dooly, Mr. Thurston. Good. Then turn off the lights. We'll get started. That's some film of that cove along Kangaroo Bay, isn't it? Hey, sure is. That's the film I shot. The stuff some dirty crook stole from me. Nobody stole it. I took it to Brisbane for processing. I must say it hardly seems worthwhile. Light's poor, photography rather amateurish. That's because Pagon shot that film near Twilight, Llewellyn. The same hour of the day that Lee Williams was wandering near the cove. The same hour of the day he looked out toward the sea and saw something. Something strange and weird. Swimming out there in that haze. Something that looks like it might be... The uh... sea monster! The sea monster! There it is! See it! The monster! He's right. There is something out there. Thank God, it's like a snake. A huge snake swimming out at sea. All right, Pagon. Stop the projector. Turn on the lights. Oh, it was there, right on the film. Just as I saw it that evening. The rest of you saw it, too. Didn't you? Yes, they saw it, Mr. Williams. But I didn't take no pictures of anything like that. Of course you didn't. It was all a trick. Admit it, Mr. Thurston. It was a trick, wasn't it? Yeah. It was a trick. But I proved that Lee Williams didn't have to be insane to see a sea monster. He saw what all of you just did. A herd of sea cows. Sea cows? Are you serious, sir? That's right, Llewellyn. 
There was an old travelogue shot of a bull manatee leading his herd. It was processed with pagan shots of the bay. And those eight creatures, swimming single file, seen at a distance in twilight... Looks like one giant sea serpent. I should have thought of that myself. I've seen them many times in New Hebrides. Well, that might explain my uncle's hallucinations, Mr. Thurston. But it doesn't explain Clark Kirby's death. Or the attack made on you in the cove. No, Margaret. Another kind of monster was responsible for those. One that walks on two feet. That sounds strangely like some human being you're referring to, Thurston. If you can call anyone human who killed Kirby, tried to kill me, and was willing to destroy an experiment that could open new eras of prosperity for the entire world. And just to preserve a secret. A secret, Mr. Thurston? It must be a very valuable one. In valuable? Me. That depends on how you look at it. Judge for yourselves. Look at that. Mr. Thurston, that's a pearl you tossed on the table. Yes, pig, on a pearl. The answer to the secret that Kirby discovered was a fabulous pearl oyster bed lying in the cove of Pangaroo Bay. Isn't there, Captain Malchrist? You'll never prove it, Captain. Wait for guns now. Captain Malchrist. Yes, Margaret, my old friend. Everything he did, even to faking that boomerang attack, is to close the laboratory so that he could have the cove all to himself. But how did you know, Thurston? His mother-of-pearl handiwork gave him away. Thick layers like that are found only in pearl-bearing oysters, and it took someone with a diving rig to stage those underwater attacks. So there wasn't any sea monster after all? No, Pagan. But there was something else, something even more frightening. Malthus would have denied the world a chance to live in security. Would have sacrificed the future of millions to satisfy his own personal greed. You know, Pagan, no sea monster ever conceived by the brain of man can be as frightening, as monstrous, as a man whose soul is possessed by greed. Herbert Marshall will return in just a moment. Frigidaire's Man Called X is presented each week with the best wishes of your Frigidaire dealer. I invite you to come in and learn about the famous line of Frigidaire electric appliances. Refrigerators, ranges, water heaters, home freezers, the new automatic washer, dryer, ironer, and many other Frigidaire refrigerating and air conditioning products for homes, farms, stores, offices, and factories. Mr. Niles, how does the Frigidaire electric range compare with Frigidaire refrigerator? Lady, it's just as good at making things good to eat as the Frigidaire refrigerator is at keeping things good to eat. It's fast, it's easy to use, it's a beauty. I hope you'll see it soon at your Frigidaire dealers. And now, Frigidaire star, Herbert Marshall. Saturday, September 18th, has been designated as Air Force Day in recognition of the first anniversary of the Air Force as an independent arm. The celebration reminds America that air power is peace power and stresses the importance of air power in this nation's security program. We salute the Air Force. Thanks for being with us. Next week, Dangerous Island, a story of science and murder. As usual, Leon Belasco will be along as Pagan Zelschner. So join us, won't you, when next I return as the man called X. Good night. (laughs) 
Brigadier's Band Called X is directed by D. Engelbach. The music composed and conducted by Johnny Green. Tonight's story was written by Marie Zim and Sidney Marshall. So until next week, same time, same station, this is Wendell Niles speaking for Frigidaire, made only by General Motors. All characters and incidents used on this program are fictitious. Any resemblance to actual persons... This is CBS to Columbia Broadcasting Center. Welcome back. Well, apparently the writers couldn't uh, resist using a boomerang in the crime since uh, it was set in Australia. Overall, an interesting uh, episode. Uh, desalination, the process of removing salt from seawater, has certainly advanced, though not to the degree that uh, Ken was hopeful of. It's still a really expensive way to get water in most of the world. But a lot of the drier countries do tend to use it more. Australia is, of course, a big example of that. So is Kuwait. And it's an interesting thing about America in this era, after World War II and after the atomic bomb. Because Americans tended to have one of two impulses. One is that we are in danger of destroying ourselves with all of this uh, technology. And the other is all of this technology is just bringing on an age of wonder. And we're going to have so much better lives for our children and grandchildren. I think for some people, they might have uh, both uh, tendencies. You know, just depends on what was in the news at the time. But it's interesting to see the contrast between them, between the bright and hopeful and the more fearful and concerned about where the world was going. I want to go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Keith, Patreon supporter since... February 2017, currently supporting us at the Shamus level of $4 or more per month. If you are enjoying this podcast, I do encourage you to rate it wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's Apple or Stitcher or TuneIn or what have you. If you would like, you can also write a review. Join us back here tomorrow for Mystery is My Hobby. And we'll be back next Wednesday with another episode of The Man Called X. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.